celebrities. They seem to have it all. Fame, personal assistants, big cars, personal chefs, and beautiful haunted mansions. <laughs> you heard that right. It seems as though many celebrities have moved into a real-life Disney haunted mansion, but minus the hitchhiking ghosts. Their mansions and or fancy apartments come with everything you can think of, from gazebos, saunas, and even a billiards room that they'll most likely use twice a year. But it just so happens that some of their mansions and personal dwellings come with ghosts. And from what we learn, they've all dealt with it differently, from moving out as soon as possible to getting to know their ghosts. Let's feel fancy, let's get famous, and let's get Holly weird as we pull a Robin Leach. So why don't you pour yourself a glass of that fancy bubbly, door dash some caviar, and hell, why don't you even light up that fancy candle by Goop that's supposed to smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's you-know-what? I mean, that candle does cost like $90. Because on today's episode, we're going to talk about lifestyles of the rich and the haunted famous. Wishing you macabre wishes and haunted dreams. All you Holly weirdos out there. Oh, hello. How are you guys doing? Uh, I know this has been a long-awaited episode, yeah. right, Bryce? It's like when I sat down, I was like, oh, we haven't done this in a minute. I know. And That's I was so looking crazy. I was looking at our statistics on yeah. our host site, and I was like, we've literally been only pulling, putting out like one episode per month. I've which... been really busy with show choir. You <laughs> <laughs> and me with my underwater basket weaving. Yes. No, uh, I feel the the uh, the lack as well. Mm-hmm. This is always so fun, but like you know, we're we're busy gals. We are. We're jet setting about the world. Exactly, and heels and everything. <laughs> oh, well, something like that. Something like that, indeed. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we we mentioned it in our past episodes mm-hmm. that we've been going through a transition. Yes. And you've been busy, right, with your acting yes. and your production. Yes, yes, yes. So we did just have a friend that follows me on Instagram. You're welcome for my dog photos. Um, <laughs> yeah, our theater company just closed our first show back. So it's Yay! the first show that we've done. I know. God, it feels so good to do live theater again. You're doing what you came to I know, LA it's so to crazy. Do. And like we've been, you know, we tried uh, a year ago in that like little window between the OG and the Delta variant when we were kind of opening up. Right. And then unfortunately, uh, several members of the show got COVID and we had to close. And it was just like, it was, that one was a really tough pill to swallow. Um, I actually found, not to get super political, but I'll do it. Um, I found Delta a lot harder to deal with because the first oh. go around, um, you know, we were kind of like clapping for frontline workers and there was all these commercials about it and, uh-huh. and there's this idea of like separate but together and we're all in this together and, you know, I still have like a kind of rose colored view of maybe like season one of COVID, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Delta was mentally, I, I've been very lucky. Um, I've yet to get COVID. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. At this point, it does feel a little like dodging bullets, but mm-hmm. I've been very lucky. I feel very, very grateful for that. Um, 
and I think I'm very proud too because I know that I was very serious about my safety and other safety so I of do course. feel very proud of that and we've talked about that before too yeah. um, but uh, sorry to be rambling but Delta was particularly difficult because we got a tiny little taste of freedom and then things started shutting back down and people that I knew now were getting sick and were thankfully you know all fine um, I've also been very fortunate to not know anyone too close who's mm -hmm. passed away um, so Delta was very difficult all of that to say this weekend and the last weekend did feel like quite the triumph and the return and it was just so nice like there's just something about live theater that's so special yeah you just can't replicate it and well, we talked about it in yeah. our haunted theaters is that energy you yes, know yes that's exactly it there's it's something that energy about the audience that brings in our minds yes. coming together and it's just that you know that happy state that we're in mm -hmm. and that energy that you know actors put out on stage yeah. and project to the audience and this show uh it, we did a version of the last five years uh, oh so, i love that yeah, musical God, i know it's such it's probably one of jason robert brown's best mm -hmm. musicals in my opinion um but the one woman who played kathy this has been like a dream show of hers Aww. for like decades so just there was it just really felt like a passion project a lot of people were wearing a lot of hats um, to make it happen. Of course. We had live music, That's which was theater. so special. Like, our Made orchestra. Oh, my God. They were That's so talented. Amazing. And, so, and you had an orchestra. Damn. So collaborative mm -hmm. and beautiful. And I don't know. There's just something about, like, live theater and live music. And I don't know. It just felt very special. So, yes. Sorry. We have been very busy. <laughs> uh, All of our theater yes, nerds are I like, know. yes, I know which one you're I talking know. about. What is the name of your production company? So, I, it's called the Firefly Theater Company. Um, yeah, I've been shout seeing out. pictures on yeah. Instagram. So, if you can follow us at Firefly Theater Group on Insta. I've posted a lot of things. If you follow my personal account on Insta. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm very proud of it. And, you know, we're very Should lucky be. because we we were founded mm -hmm. in 2019. So we had one very good year. And then COVID hit, and we were very lucky. We filmed a stage play, and we filmed a short film. And so we were kind of able to keep doing it, but it's just not quite the same. So right. it's been very uh, rewarding and chaotic. You guys have a and, lot of perseverance because, like, yeah, come on, you, you guys. Gotta, we always say you gotta have, you gotta stay in the fight in mm -hmm. LA. Like that's the thing. It's like the people who make it when they're like fourteen. That's not really what we're talking about. But there's the people that like just keep chipping away and just like stay in the fight. And you just have to have tough skin. It sucks, but mm -hmm. you know we're still here and yeah. we're still kicking. We're still here. Yeah. We're always going to be in L.A. We're always going to be in L.A. I'm you always now, especially. Oh, my God. Your roots girl. Oh, my God. Does that tree have roots? I love it. Uh, yes. yes. Um, so speaking of really busy guys and guys, feel free to time jump. I'm sure you guys yeah, already I have. Know. They, like, we're <laughs> not here for their see voices. See it in the comments <laughs> already. Like, talks too much. Duh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry about it. So uh, we found a townhouse. Yeah. Yes. We are so in escrow, and I hate yes. adulting now. I'm like, oh man, we wanted a house, we got it. Y'all have been through it too. Yeah, I just, we finally did it, guys. We finally found a townhouse in a really cool town, not too far away from Beautiful. here. Yeah. It has, I mean, the hint is uh, it has a great horchateria and for <laughs> yes. horchatas and conchas, and of course, it has a really beautiful old mission. Oh. 
And it was just like the powers of the universe working in mysterious ways. Um, long story short, this ca- listing came up at the last minute. We reached out to our agent at the last minute. And this listing had a very flaky agent. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> Which worked in our favor because right. when we were viewing it, no one showed up. It just worked. Mm. It just all aligned. And it's everything that we wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a lot of work. Yes. It's going to be a lot of change (laughs) so um we did it and i just want to say thank you to a lot of you guys who really reached out and expressed your you know your stories Mm -hmm. your journeys and finding a home and i know some of you guys are currently finding homes you guys can do it and it's hard it's really hard my heart goes out to everyone who is talk about tough skin yeah it is really difficult we were locked in a rate Mm -hmm. we were locked in a rate because now they're like up seven to eight percent now We were locked in a really good rate, and we had till May 22nd. Oh, damn. And we were like, if we don't find anything by May 22nd, then we're going to have to go to plan B. Yeah, and wait, and just wait it out. Or maybe look elsewhere. Like, we didn't want to do that. We just felt like this is our city, and it's always felt that way to me and my husband, and we just, you know, realized, no, we're here. We're we're true Angelinos now. We have a freaking... Mortgage, and we have mold. Yeah, but here's the thing: is now all the things that like Uh, you spend and change, those are investments into something that you own. Exactly, and that is the mindset. That is the perception that we're walking into. I was like, we own it now. Like we're gonna own all like the damages we're gonna have Mm -hmm. to fix, the popcorn ceilings we're gonna have to scrape, and but it is it's all the good and all the bad, but it's yours. It's ours, yeah, and we're just so happy. So thank you to everyone who reached Aww. out because I was putting my journey on our Instagram and it's hard. It's hard to watch. It really has been. It really has been. And it took us like probably like nine years to save mm-hmm. five and a half months to look. And after I think 12 to 14 offers, like we finally did it. It's tough. Yeah. And it's so hard because when you're in it, when you're in the fight and this isn't just obviously in mortgages, but just in everything. But when you're in it, it just feels like you're never ever gonna get out of it yeah but just i don't know if anyone's listening and you are in that boat i know we've had a lot of people sharing their kind of like horror stories and their trials but like there is there is a light there is it's not super comforting to hear that when you're in the trench yeah but it does work out this it really does the universe had your back it, yeah, it down to the place, wire, like 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 get honestly, it together, universe. But it still had your back. It had our back. Like we, I was yeah. telling you, like it's like it had everything we asked for: a garage, mm-hmm. washer and dryer. Yes, guys, there were some places we viewed that did not have. Oh yeah, in unit washer and dryers. Like it, it was like no, we would see beautiful units, beautiful properties, and it's like oh, and then you know you're gonna have to go to this community wash, and we're like, what? oh my god, the number of times no. <laughs> Landlords will try and take as much as you will let them. They're like, oh, it's like a communal bathroom. Uh, I'm sorry. I graduated 20 years ago. I'm not sharing a fucking bathroom. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, oh, it's an outhouse. Like, it's it's retro. I'm going to murder you. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I am not a pioneer woman. No, ma'am. I know. We were just like, wait, what? Yeah. No. Like, cat 
we're done. We're done. Yeah. I mean, um, is it haunted? I don't know, guys. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know yet until we start, you know, shaking its bounds. There is certainly you know? something in that popcorn. There has to be. I know. If it's not ghosts, it's something. Asbestos, maybe, but. Oh, God, no. No, we, yeah, we yeah, double checked. Oh, my kidding. God. we were, No, I freaked out. Me and my OCD intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, what if? But, no, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a yeah. lot of adulting. I'm looking into hiring an intern just yeah. so they could do things for me Hell like could yeah. you read this for me i don't feel like it i really mm-hmm. don't it's it's a lot but it's gonna be worth it yes. <laughs> it's gonna be worth it but we did it yes we did it but speaking of houses ooh. right ooh, look at me and my transitions oh that's right time jump to that I haters <laughs> <laughs> here we go they're like finally, finally i actually like it when people are mean to us because i'm like yeah we know we like, already know we no warned one's meaner you. to me than me so like exactly whenever they're like, you need to do this i'm like you ha- that's the best someone, you can do all right someone wrote in our <laughs> it's fine i think it's great <laughs> when they rated us I, I mean fair three stars are like better equipment Sounds like you're on a Zoom call. Well, we during have been on a Zoom call for um, years. We have because we're in a pandemic, yeah. sir. <laughs> and in fairness, sometimes I've been out of the country or we've been out of city. So, like, yeah, you're right. We, had we to. have. Yeah. We definitely have been. So that's a fair note. I, it's I, a fair note. It's fine. But yeah. I've I've heard podcasts that have. I mean, that's all they do. Yeah. It's just you know they record via Zoom. Yeah. And we're still trying to figure out like sound and quality yeah. and all that. We're not professionals. We've no. already warned you guys about that. We're just two girls and a ghost kikiing around. Exactly. <laughs> Opens the <Yeah>. fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's kiki around with let's these haunted it. celebrity houses. Yes. This is the lifestyle of the rich and the haunted. Ooh. Yes, the haunted famous. All right, guys. So as you heard in the intro, we're going to be talking about some celebrities who lived in haunted apartments and haunted houses. Mm. Celebrities, they're just like us. They have ghosts just like us. They have a lot of ghosts. Sometimes they're in the closet just like us. All right. Tea spilled. Brew again. All right. Now. Let's start by stating the sources. I found a lot of these stories from Mm. People Magazine and Elle. Mm. And the first one we're going to hit is some of the cast members from Friends, Courtney Cox. All right. Now, according to Courtney Cox, during a March 22nd appearance on Jimmy Kimmel, Mm. Cox opened up about her paranormal encounters. Okay, so according to Courtney Cox, during a March 2022 appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Cox opened up about the paranormal encounters and warnings that preceded them at the home she once owned in Laurel Canyon neighborhood of Los Angeles. So Mm. the first warning, Cox said, came from the legendary singer... Carol King, who previously owned the oh home. Oh my God. I know. So, Carol King had some fantasmas that she sold to Courtney Cox. Hilarious. So, according to Cox, so Carol King came over to my house and she said that they had, you know, they had a divorce and it was really ugly and there was a ghost in the house, Cox told host Jimmy Kimmel. And I was like, yeah, whatever. But other people who had stayed there with me, friends of mine said that they've also had an encounter with a woman who was sitting on the edge of their bed. Cox continued though, she brushed off their concerns at the time as well until I was at the house one day, not being a believer, Cox told Kimmel. And the doorbell rang. It was a UPS guy and something or something like that. And I opened the door and he said, 
do you know this house is haunted? Cox oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That UPS is my worst man. nightmare. Now, they're mediums. Just, please, <laughs> please just hand me my shoes and go. I don't want to hear about the ghosts in my home. Where do I need to sign? So, yeah. Oh, my God. Can I return this ghost to you? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Cox replied, yeah, why? Why do you think that? To which the delivery driver responded, because there is someone standing behind you. Oh. And the star said that that was enough to convince her once and for all oh as she choked. And I was like, let's sell. Can you imagine, Bryce? Bryce, what if you were, <laughs> what if you were oh. Courtney Cox and you opened the door and the UPS driver's like, hey, bro, you got like, you got some weird, well, look, the like, real, misty thing. The real tea you. is that Carol King could sell me anything she wants and right. I would buy it. So I might not be that mad ultimately and be like, yeah, whatever. I, 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 this is what I get. Like, I'm honored. Uh, yeah, if someone was like, they're standing behind you, I would probably sell as well. Mm-hmm. Just not for me. I would stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the company. Yeah. I mean, I guess if all they're right? doing is like sitting on the bed, if they're waking me up, that's gonna be a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. But if they're just sitting there, if they're like, fine, if they're chill. If they're uh, sitting there, can they make the bed after I leave it? Oh, God, if only. <laughs> Yeah, then they can definitely stay. I won't even charge them rent for that. Now, what's really funny is that Courtney has now starred in a dramedy called Shining Veil. Have you heard about the show? Mm -hmm. So she plays an adult novelist Mm -hmm. who moves into a big haunted house. Hilarious. And she is haunted by a female ghost who is actually played by Mina Zavari. Oh, my God. And the ghost, I think she comes from like the 50s. And it's just a big romp from there. And it's a really cool show so far. It's it's really, really, really interesting. And I love the writing and everything. And mm. I think Courtney Cox really did a good job. Highly recommend it. Shining Veil, of okay. course. Okay, so our next Spooky. friend's star is Jennifer Aniston. Now, when she first moved to Los Angeles, Aniston rented an apartment that came with a ghost. Oh, my God. Who just so happened to hate her roommates. Hilarious. What a great roommate yeah right like hey i'm getting some major vibes already yeah your roommates they're trash they're trash i'm gonna haunt them out perfect thanks because i really don't know how to do this i don't (laughs) want to be bad cop you know conflict so according to her interview with james gordon uh jennifer anderson states all of a sudden things started to happen the dishwasher would start to go off by itself or the coffee maker would just go off on itself or the stereo would just turn on at full volume, mm. and it was terrifying. Now, following the advice of a friend, Aniston had someone come to, and I quote, clear the house. Okay. They had frankincense, and they put in a little dish and sort of started saying all these things, according to Aniston. And the first corner that she went to, the dish cracked. Whoa. So, according to Jennifer, we... Um, when we got to the really thick, 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 thick 1975 ashtray that was sitting on the table, it all of a sudden cracked as well. And she asked me to leave then. Really believed it. I really, really believed it, according to Aniston. Mm. She had to have a talking with the ghost. So this, I guess, professional told Jennifer to leave because she's going to have a one-on-one with the ghost probably get some sort of like yeah. deposit to pay <laughs> yes. for the crack dish of course so the ghost expert was able to pinpoint the problem after chatting with the spirit and the ghost ended up hating my roommate huh. 
Um, according to Anderson, I moved out. I left the roommate there. I feel terrible, but I couldn't say it, it doesn't like you. I mean, right. that would be terrible. Man. It just sounds like that was like a third roommate. They were like making coffee. They were doing the dishes. They just wanted right. to groove to some music. They were being annoying, though, to the other roommate, right? Yeah, but yeah. like friend of my friend and all that. Enemy of my enemy. <laughs> like, whatever. It's fine. But wouldn't you say that Jennifer pulled a Bryce? Yeah, I would, I mean, I would yeah, leave you would just for leave. sure. <laughs> Especially music at full volume. Like, that's a little much. But coffee. Right. I don't hate that. No, I know. Like, like making the coffee. Yeah, that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was pretty interesting. And, like, doing the dishes? Like, okay. All right. What else can you do? And, like, hating the roommate. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe the roommate, like, was just, like, not paying rent on time. It's like Mother Teresa. <laughs> oh, God. I hate, like, the nicest person ever. Like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> doesn't like close the seat of the toilet you sure know? fair mm-hmm. alright our next celebrities are the Jenners mm. Chris and Kendall Jenner now Kendall Jenner the supermodel revealed in a Halloween themed 2018 Vogue video that she and her younger sister uh, Kylie had some creepy experiences in their mom's house mm. in the canyons now according to Kendall I do believe in ghosts I don't know if I've ever seen one, but I've experienced some pretty ghosty situations. Hmm. So according to Kendall Jenner, in the house my mom lives in, Kylie and I would always hear footsteps on the roof while no one was home. Kylie's shower used to turn on and off all the time and we never knew why. So yeah, I'm convinced it was a ghost. Not my water bill. Exactly. We're in a drought, ghost. How dare you? <laughs> I know. Be, these guys better be paying some bills. Yeah, that's too much. Like, they're living in a time where they think it's no recession. Yeah. That must be nice, but... Uh-huh. Mm, not my I mean, Or they're testing out the pipes. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I wonder if it's the house that she lives in now, or if it's, like, the original house over in, like... Where did they... Didn't they used to live over in, like... Calabasas? Calabasas, yeah. This is, I think, an older one. Because I know she recently sold this one, I believe. Sure. And she bought one that's closer to Kylie. Mm. In, I think they moved... They all moved, you know, to their little sanctuary in Calabasas. Right. It's crazy. Oh, that must be nice. Yeah. Um, very, very nice. Yeah, that's very interesting. It is bizarre. I wonder if it's just, like, because the piping and things like that are already established it's an easier line of communication when like to communicate takes so much energy as it is mm-hmm. as opposed to like a full-bodied apparition or right. sound or any of like poltergeist type activity it's like, i'll just turn the shower on like then they'll see i'm here it's a lot <laughs> they find ways to communicate yeah it seems like it would be a lot more efficient but the the footsteps on the roof that is really interesting mm-hmm. i wonder what that was about that one's really creepy too because like that family look you'll i'm not trying to defend the Kardashians per se because like I think they really do have to atone for the things that they've done to the beauty industry and like the ways that like they've perpetuated hating our own bodies oh, but yeah. we also as a society deeply dehumanize them so like the fact that Kim was like held at knife point and kidnapped and like they've all been stalked and they've all been harassed and they've all been like abused and taken advantage of and like those are not acceptable things either so that one's really creepy because it's like okay but are there paparazzi traipsing about that's their house what like I, was I feel thinking. like there would be that's what i was thinking too like i always say it like the living is 
much more oh scary God. than the dead. And like, no offense to anyone that's partaking in this industry, uh, light offense attended. <laughs> but like, the paparazzi that I've seen are they're scary. They're not like nice, like friendly people that you want to like invite over for dinner. Mm-hmm. They're very creepy and very invasive and very dogmatic. They do not take no for an answer. No. They push the boundaries on what is like your privacy and your legal rights. Mm-hmm. Like they will go they will come into your home. They will walk on your roof. Again, I'm not saying that's what's happening. They but will cut you off. Yes. Oh my God. I've seen it. Charlie and I have seen Princess Those Diana. Ch- yeah, they, we've seen cars go after celebrities. Yes. Like it is insane. I've seen paparazzi jump fences. I've yeah. seen them. We've seen them run the red car lights. doors, rip people out of their cars to get the photo. Yeah, and it's disgusting. If you watch any of the Britney documentaries, oh. it's it's horrifying what they did to her. It and, is. And that's not that's uncommon. trauma. So that's again, very traumatic. That's the one that like really creeps me out. Like yeah, the poltergeist stuff. That's creepy. But like uh, no, I'm always very on their fucking roof. Like ugh. I know I'm very staunch with that. I'm like no man. Sometimes you it is the living. Ugh. Yeah, like someone reminded me about this video of this couple that really thought their apartment was haunted mm. so they put a oh, camera no. in their living no, room I and the story <laughs> and they found out that it was a woman living in their attic space or some sort of crawl space and she was sleeping there and would wait for them to fall asleep come out of the space and start going through their stuff stealing food it was like pulling a parasite that movie parasite yeah. and I think at one point, one night, they confronted her. They waited for her when Ugh. she came out. And, I mean, it, it turned out to be this living person living in their I mean, we are in a housing crisis, but that is a nightmare. That is yeah, so scary. It is. I would, I would, I would freak out. Yeah. There's a reason why, like, there are cameras stationed in people's bedrooms yeah. and people's, like, living rooms now. Yeah. It is, yeah. Jesus. It's all voyeurism. <laughs> all right. Our next celebrity is Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that all, all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, I know. Do you want to hear something really horrifying? Oh, God. Uh, Wait, coming from your mouth? No. Yeah, no, never. Wait? Um, so, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? Oh, yes. Well, he wasn't, was he in that one? No, no, no. no. What's the one I'm thinking of where it's like the high school movie that he, like it's his first movie ever? Dazed and Confused. Did his Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Uh, Dazed and Confused was made in the 90s, about the 70s, and it is the same uh, generational break as if they were making a movie today about the early 2000s and I want to kill myself. Oh my god. Mind blown. Mind the blown. Ho- oh my horror. god. I'm Matthew McConaughey. Oh my yeah. god. You're so right. Isn't that, isn't that I saw that and I was like I, I don't I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Well I was I was watching this TikTok of this girl's talk, telling Telling the story about um, approaching this group of girls that were listening to a Britney Spears song. Stop. And she was like, oh my God, I love this song. I love Toxic. And they're like, uh huh, yeah, we love it too. She's really great. So she's like, yeah, girl power. This is so great. You know, she walks away. She overhears one of the little girls say, she must be really old because the song is super, super vintage. Beat down. I'm have sorry. You, have you ever seen Monster in Law? <laughs> I am the Jane Fonda character when she like has her mental breakdown and like chokes the Britney Spears look alike. Yeah, like, that's me right now. 
I'm going to have a full-on mental breakdown. How dare they call Britney vintage? Vintage, excuse Hasn't me. Hasn't she been through enough? I know, her Britness. Yeah. Not in her life. No, just, she's not This vintage. is just the way it is. We're, like, I still think it sounds like 10 years ago. I'm like, yes, 1996, go on. Mm-hmm. No. And then I'm like, oh, right, 2006. Like, no, honey. Mm-hmm. No, you've been out of high school for 20 years, and I don't like that. <laughs> it's rude. It's fucking rude. I should not be out of high Your school Your time enough. will come, little one. Your time will come. Yeah. All right. So Matthew McConaughey, during an interview about his 2009 movie, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, the mm. actor told the tale of a ghost by the name of Madame Blue. Oh, my God. Named? Oh, yeah. Matthew. Med- and Blue. Like, of course. All right. All right. I'm going <laughs> Madame Blue. So that not so friendly spirit who lived in his Hollywood home definitely made her presence known to Matthew and friends. So McConaughey states in his interview, I was not even under the influence. Well, Well, okay, sure. (laughs) And she was like there, he recalled. She wasn't that happy. It didn't seem like she was going to be much fun to hang around or Uh, have it. (laughs) Matthew... What? Like he's like she doesn't like my 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 drums, man. She's not passing the vibe, check. I know, like my drum circle. God, <laughs> I don't know about all this. Look, sorry, he, he's fine as hell, but <laughs> your face, and I'm trying to be. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I'm not the biggest fan, so <laughs> that that checks out. Okay, so according to McConaughey, uh, she just looked like she wasn't going to have much fun around his house. So I went ahead and stood my ground. I opened that door and said, you can move around all you want, but I'm not going anywhere. All right. So for weeks, everyone that came to the house said the same thing to Matthew. There's someone down in that hall. There's someone in that hall, it looks like a woman. Oh, she's pissed. Yeah, she's very pissed. Like, who the fuck in my house? Yeah. What are you smoking? What do you mean you're not leaving? Uh-huh. Damn. Why he's on, Why do you guys keep on taking off your shirts and yeah. banging on drums, Matthew? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's, yeah. I mean, honestly, though, that's very ballsy to just be like, I'm not leaving. But I would kind of... Deal with look, it. If I was a ghost, I would definitely want to pick Matthew. Think about it. Like we like all right, all right. So he could like be playing his like decent confused films in the background. Right. I just feel like Kate Blanchett at the Oscars, like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> had fifteen fucking minutes to talk about Jupiter. You can keep playing. <laughs> and I, I think that that is probably the camp that I fall into a little bit more. But like kudos, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. He's just not my cup, cup of tea. Yeah, he's not your strain no. of herbal refreshment. No, I'm such a baby about that stuff anyway. So I probably like, get a look. It helps it. me go to sleep. So I'm. Fine I would with probably that. get a. Here's the thing. I'm not a fun edibles. All of it. I'm not fun. Really? Oh, God, it doesn't matter what the strain is. It doesn't matter. I just get so. I'm just a very neurotic person. And it just does not, or I should say the ones that I have partook in then <laughs> thus far have not been good. It makes my brain feel like I'm having simultaneous opposite thoughts every second and that my brain is being split in half and that it's going like a thousand miles an hour on a roller coaster that I cannot control. I, don't, I do not like it. I know. This, my ex-boyfriend was very into it. He was always like, no, we just have to like... You got to find the right sativa, man. You, you got to find the right... And it just never... I, really? I would just always like devolve into chaos. Yeah. I found some pretty good CBD drops that helped me and um, some good gummy edibles and stuff. CBD's okay as long as there's no... 
is it THC that's the hallucinogen? Mm -hmm. CBD is okay. Because, again, it's like that's not like altering my mental state. Right. So it's usually okay. It can get a little dicey. I use CBD like a balm on my knee, and that really yeah, helps. Yeah, I so have that too. That I totally get. Mm-hmm. Anytime, if there's even like a hint, you know, there's like the kind that's like mixed lighter. Yeah. Still. No, no I know. does. I feel like the contact high from being near Matthew McConaughey, even as a ghost, would just ruin my life. <laughs> my afterlife, I should say. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, if anything, that would help you move on, right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I just wait, instantly whoa. pass on. I'm like, no. I'm ready to pass on. Where's a damn light here? <laughs> like Matthew Call McDonald. Teresa. I'm not doing this. We're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> the media. Yes. Oh, my God. I love her so much. <laughs> her and her hair. Yes. I'm so enamored with her hair her and nails. her nails. They're uncut, unfiled. The Long Island medium. I love her. <laughs> I know it's fake. I don't care. Oh, I see an old man. Is that your grandfather? Yeah. Is that your grandfather? Uh, God, I love it. And the next one on the list is Miley Cyrus. Mm. So this wasn't actually her like her living living home. This was like a temporary home. Was this post Malibu? I believe so. Uh, I mean, I'm, it, it doesn't really matter. I think but okay. So that would make sense. Well, this is her relationship with Liam. Oh, yeah. Well. So I don't know if was that post Malibu. It kind of was off again, on again. Why do I know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. All right. So Miley Cyrus, the singer, and her family had a terrifying time staying at a haunted rental apartment Oof. in London. Now, wow. um, according to her interview with Elle magazine, I was having a really crazy time trying to fall asleep. I would have crazy dreams and really scary things happen to me and my sister. Mm. But one night... My sister and I had a scare of our lives. It sounds crazy to tell you, but she was standing in the shower and all of a sudden I hear her scream. I run in there and the water had somehow flipped to hot, but it was still. Uh, It wasn't like the water had just changed. The knob had turned, but she hadn't turned it on and it was just burning her and she was really, really red. Before I felt this, I thought I had seen a little boy sitting on the sink watching me take a shower. So I felt really, really freaked out. The star added that her mom, her aunt, and now ex, Liam Hemsworth, all had crazy experiences in the flat after the shower incident. And that she eventually felt forced to find another place to stay. Yikes. So that is a really interesting experience, especially in the shower. And come on, freaky little kid, little boy, watching me take a shower. I wonder, this makes me wonder, uh, after talking about the experiences at our old job, the fact that it's a child presence makes me wonder if they were pulling like a prank as opposed to something like malicious, like I'm going to try and burn you or hurt you. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, but that like weirdly, you know, I find children very creepy. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people really, it was a demon. It wasn't a child. Yeah, but the fact that it's like maybe more precocious that yes, of course, right. they're still getting hurt, but it's like, at least it's not like an adult grumpy pedophile man or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like just the worst case scenario of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to hurt you. It's a child pulling but a Not prank. maybe fully understanding like the consequences. Yeah. Look at me. I'm like giving a lot of leeway for. Th- I've grown as a person. I 
am really Am I defending shooketh. a spirit? Hold up. I know. We are recording this. We're Look recording. Me. Guys, right. like, are you're listening to this. That's right. I... I am defending a I'm child. I'm surprised you have any. <laughs> of all things, a child spirit a on child top of that. A child spirit, yeah. and you're not wanting to burn the damn place. No, yeah. I know. Look at me. Wow. Growth. You too can experience this kind of growth. I'm a big kid <laughs> yeah. now. Oh, oh. Just weeping <laughs> in the corner. Oh, God. I mean, it's true. Like, I had this discussion with a couple of investigators, too. They're like, look, we've gone into places where people were like, no, that's a demon. It's a child spirit. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you think about it, like I have a, when my niece was little, she mm. would pull little things on me. Like I remember she used to bite my hand, like just to get my attention. Little kids, I don't really get it, but they like love pranks. I don't know yeah. where that comes from. And they think it's like the funniest fucking thing in the whole world. And you're just like, okay. and then, yeah, and, and then they're not good. They're I've like, taken care. I've, I've babysat some bratty ones. Mm-hmm. I had one like throw and I'm not even kidding, like nail polish in my hair. Girl. I was ready. I was for a beat down. I was like, no. <laughs> we don't need any more child spirits. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> like yeah. beat down. But um but yeah, I mean the, they are they are capable to do things like yeah. that. So I mean, you also have to look at it too. London's very haunted. Oh my god! London has a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, because they were terrible to people for like right? literally centuries. There's so much shit that happened in that city. It's got to be like <laughs> arguably one of the most haunted cities. Right. Maybe what I'll amend that to is like the most haunted Western culture type city. Western culture is not real. I'm not trying to say that, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, I guarantee there are like Southeast Asian villages that are a thousand times more haunted. Oh yeah, there's a lot of haunted. But in like in a Cambodia, very ethnocentric, Eurocentric kind of way, yeah. I guarantee London's up there. Is you is know. really up there? I know people who've lived there and had weird experiences yeah. going into museums, going into you know mm. other people's flats too. It's museums, like, I fucking bet because they stole all those artifacts. Exactly. Like, <laughs> girl, come on, <laughs> get it together. London. I have some words for the Queen. <laughs> After the Meghan Markle interview, no ma'am. Oh, dear Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Where do I begin? Yeah, truly. All right. So the next one is, oh, I love her, Meghan Mullally. Yes. Oh yes. My God, what a little queen. The Will and Grace star, Meghan Mullally, is convinced that she and her husband, Parks and Rec star, <gasps> Nick Offerman. Their relationship is so cute. They are adorable. I love them. Okay, if I was a ghost, I would definitely haunt them. Yeah, too. this is this is more the vibe. Mm-hmm. Once shared a house with the spirit of this is what they claim, Nicole Brown Simpson. Oh my God! This was this is just a claim. So what? <laughs> so for all those who don't know, Nicole Brown Simpson, who was murdered and we believe by O.J. Simpson in sure. 1994, according to Malali's interview. With Busy Tonight, Malali states it wasn't the same house, but it was on the same property uh, where it had once stood as the house that O.J. Simpson had rented for Nicole Brown Simpson. Oh, my God. We would have in that house, in one corner of the house, like maybe where the bedroom used to be in the old house, we would have all these sounds and weird things all the time. I would be like, that's Nicole, and she's pissed because Nick doesn't get it referring to her husband Mm -hmm. (laughs) according to Malali the spirits activity stopped after her husband Nick Offerman watched documentaries and the American crime story series that covered so good Brown Simpson's murder ever since then no more sounds and she just needed Nick to understand what happened the male energy 
Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense to me. Yeah, so Megan believes that it was Nicole Brown Simpson. There was like, nah, Nick, you're going to have to watch all these shows yeah. to understand what happened. Well, right, and it makes sense because it's so much, again, like allegedly whatever you may or may not think about the verdict, that's not what I'm talking about. But there are so many patriarchal issues that led to her murder. Exactly. With her calling the police and filing restraining orders and them just kind of telling her, and many women, frankly, like, well, there's really nothing we can do until they, like, kill you. Like, oh, great, thanks. Thanks so much for your help. Like, I'm really glad my tax So I just, like, called you. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. I just called you just to remind me that there's nothing to do. Yeah, Yeah. that, like, the male energy, she'd be like, you need to fucking understand that, Mm -hmm. like, patriarchy is what led to my death. Well, you want to know something, too. It is rumored that... O.J. Simpson, I read this in an interview somewhere mm. that he flipped out on a plane, apparently, or he had some sort of weird episode where he believed his ex-wife, uh, Nicole Brown Simpson, was haunting him and had been haunting him for many years in his dreams, would, you know, wake him up out of a deep sleep. Good. Like what? I yeah. Don't care. So that those are claims like he would see yeah. her. I mean, he certainly had not a great time mm-hmm. post-trial. He was acquitted, but I don't know that he's really gotten off scot-free, if that no. makes sense. His life has been quite tumultuous. And very karmatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good for her. Haunt, haunt away, bitch. <laughs> haunt away. Not that mm-hmm. she needs our approval, but she's got it. All right, so our next celebrity is Demi. They're called extraterrestrials, not aliens, Lovato. Oh, goodness. This clip is so intense. <laughs> So, according to Demi Lovato, and he turned in the 2013 BuzzFeed article, my house in Texas is so ridiculously haunted, not by a bad spirit, but by, get this, a little girl, Bryce. Hmm. (laughs) I think her name is Emily. I've had a medium come over and ghost hunters, and they both told me the same name, Emily. There were so many times that I saw her when I was growing up. I believe that everyone can tune into that part of their mind. I think I have a really strong connection to the afterlife, the singer continued. And when I walk into a room, I can tell if something has happened there or not, or if a hotel is haunted. Demi has even had their own personal journey with the paranormal by starring in their own show called Unknown Mm. with Demi Lovato. And it's a show. Have you seen it? I've just seen the one clip of them singing to the ghost. And look, here's the thing. I would rather be in the Matthew McConaughey house. That's that's where we're at right now. So, and let me be very, very clear. I love Demi. Their talent is like preternatural. I don't know how you can sing like that. Their voice, their, if you watch their... Grammy performance of uh, anyone. They're like in an all white dress and like they can't sing hardly because they're crying so hard. Right. It is, I think, one of the most incredible things that have ever been performed at the Emmys alongside of like the pink silks dance and Beyonce's comeback tour and like name it. This is up there. It's so emotional. It's so beautiful. Their talent is like so unbelievably incredible. But. Uh, them as a person rubs me quite the wrong way. And again, mm-hmm. also let me be very clear, I will be deeply censoring our comments because it's not anything to do with their journey or like their binary journey. I support that. I love that. I think it's very important that people are able to see a celebrity going through that and seeing it become normalized. 
I just think them as a person is just, they've been in the industry for a very long time. And I think that yeah, makes Yeah, that your, whole yogurt shop debacle. Yeah, I just think it makes your brain <laughs> crazy. I really do. I, 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 you know, I will agree. And I think if you don't have, and I think this is part of it, is I don't think they in their life have had people around them to ground them, to tell them no, to keep them centered, to not be giving them hard drugs. Like we see right. this happening over and over. And they've been in and out of rehab. Like many, that tells many you times something. For many different substances. It's a very tough road to hoe. Uh-huh. When like as an eleven year old, they're like, Well, you're bigger than Selena Gomez, so like you better lose some weight. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You don't get to talk to people like that. But yeah. again, that's just my personal opinion. The video of them singing, and I love Skyscraper. Don't get me wrong. It's one yeah. of my favorite songs. Oh, I love that, that that album. If I was a ghost and someone started singing to me, I'd be like, oh, God, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Is this what's popular? Yeah. But again, yes. I love that they have maybe some kind of clairsentience. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a big trend now. Like, sure. I feel like the paranormal has become a trend because totally. of celebrities. And, you know, Kesha is now going to have her new show. Oh, right. And it's the paranormal with Kesha. And Demi already had their new show, yeah. um, Unknown with Demi Lovato and Friends. Yeah. You know, they're pulling a Mulder and Scully and yeah. calling aliens by their right names, extraterrestrials. Yeah. and Well, look, I mean, everything repeats itself. We are in the 20s. Yeah. In the 1920s, it was very in vogue to have seances and house parties. That's true. So uh, everything repeats itself. So it kind of does make sense that, like, we're searching. We've been through quite a difficult couple of years. Mm -hmm. And we need answers that are not being provided to us by normal, conventional means. So, you know, I think more exposure is great. Uh, I hope it's the right exposure. That's what I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And now, like. Vanessa Hudgens already came out like, oh, I, yeah. I can see ghosts and I've been seeing ghosts. So I'm really interested in hearing her experiences too yeah. and how she approaches it. But I also have my qualms with her yeah, as well. <laughs> and again, it's that thing when we were talking a couple episodes back of if you want to make entertainment out of this field, mm-hmm. that market is available. There are networks now dedicated to entire shows dedicated to and i have nothing against any of those uh the entertainment industry clouds things that start out with pure intentions historically that is the case so Mm -hmm. that's not me just trying to like poo poo like look i'll take a show if anyone's listening wants to give us a show you just come on down oh yeah we're not better than like a paycheck and surprisingly we have auditioned for shows yeah we have and And it's been great like they've always been really positive yeah except for that one time the one time i know that reality show they're like so tell us something you don't like about each other i'm like what? Like, okay, sure. Oh, we see. We see you. Yeah, it was a lot. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just think more exposure is always good because it normalizes things that maybe were taboo even like five years ago. And I love that. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't, I don't know. You just have to be really careful with that. But you Agreed. Know, they're living in mansions and I'm not. So obviously yeah. someone's doing something right. Mm-hmm. And it's me. That's right. You heard it here first. You feel like a skyscraper? I do. Okay. I always do. Yes. <laughs> Stay cool for the summer. Yeah. Oh, that, that one is it's my jam. Yeah. Like, especially when I'm on the elliptical. I'm like, oh, yes. oh yeah. Burning, honey. 
All right, so our next star is Allison Hannigan. The star of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and How I Met Your Mother had a full body apparition experience in her house. So Hannigan told the San Francisco Gate, I have a ghost in my house. I saw him a couple of months ago. I don't think he died there because there's a law in LA that when you buy a house, Mm -hmm. if someone has died in there, they have to disclose that and no one did. So I don't know why he's there, but he's actually very friendly okay my friend saw him first one night she said i don't mean to alarm you but i just saw a man follow us out of the house Mm. and i said well at least he's you know gentlemanly and he let us go first Mm, yeah i mean he has manners okay i mean you would pick a different route right if your friend were to tell you that if i were to tell you that bryce i don't mean to alarm you but there is a guy following you uh, following us out yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird but he's really cute i mean look is it the like reincarnated ghost of henry cavill then like we're fine we're fine right yeah, we're I gonna think be so. we're like gonna in a different just fine like a different era yeah, era, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he has that mustache going on yeah look like you mm-hmm. like facial hair you know so. what this is like <laughs> if the ghost is hot then i will not be scared that's, that's the rule that's my rule for paranormal all these people being like, go on a ghost hunt. Is the spirit sexy? Because then, yes, I will go. And he has manners. He'll let us go first. Yeah. Is it Hello. a spooky little demon child? Then I will not be going. And the dead has more manners than the living. Because here in LA, no one holds the door open for you. Wow. Period. Yeah. Yes. So later that night, uh, Hannigan goes to explain, I saw the silhouette of a man standing in the bathroom doorway. I was like, sweetie, what are you doing? I thought it was now my husband Alexis um, oh, Denisoff, and then so I looked and Alexis was asleep next to me. Ugh. But he is so cute, right? Do you want to hear a little side story about them? Yes, I am obsessed with them because they met on Buffy. But she has a rule, and maybe he as well. I just have only heard the story from her perspective. But she has a rule that she does not date coworkers at all. And they were on multiple seasons of Buffy because he came on, I think, in season five. Is that right? So the show ran for two more two more seasons after that. Plus, mm-hmm. like all, then he went on to work on Angel. And yeah. so by the time they had gotten out of their working relationship, they were both seeing other people. And the timing kind of didn't work out, but they like were obviously very attracted to each other from the beginning. And then eventually they like got out of those relationships and like started dating finally and like now are married and have children and are super happy. Isn't the that dream. Cute? That is like what you I call like it. a hat like a happy, healthy Hollywood couple. I mean, yeah, I just I really do think you should not date your co stars. It is Absolutely. A, it is a recipe for disaster. Look, we've both been in theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we both experienced the theater department, mm-hmm. drama club. Mm-hmm. We went to a fucking drama school. They all dated exactly. each other. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um I can't believe that she thought it was her husband, and then it turns out he was sleeping. All right, this ghost must be hot because if it looks <laughs> yes. a, a, like the, like the silhouette of her husband, yeah, he's tall, and like has a nice physique, yeah, that and has manners, yeah, yes, climb into bed with me, please. <laughs> Not the invitation. No. Yes, the invitation is there. Oh, Want to cool down the whole house too because it will be hot. Thanks so, to the valley, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> here for it. I'm very here for it. All right, guys. Our my favorite dude on the planet, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, our know. favorite Ghostbuster himself was haunted by a ghost. The irony. 
at 7708 Woodrow Wilson Drive in the Hollywood Hills. And so get this, a 2003 iVillage article quoted Dan saying, a ghost certainly haunts my house. It once, (laughs) (laughs) speaking of having them invited to the bed, it once uh, crawled into bed with me. I rolled over and just nuzzled up to whatever it was and went back to sleep. Yeah. The fuck? The ghost also turns on the Stairmaster and moves jewelry across the dresser. I'm sure it's Mama Cass because you get the (gasps) feeling it's a big ghost. Dan's bed must have been pretty busy. Um, a pretty busy place because in 2005 he tells contactmusic.com that the spirit of a man who died at the home in the 1960s bunked with him as well so he's getting everything I mean I can't even get a call back and here Dan Aykroyd (laughs) is just like cleaning house apparently like all right. so that same year he also spoke of the specter in a Huffington Post interview saying have I personally ever seen a ghost? Not one. Have I ever felt an unseen presence near me? Damn right. In bed, no less when we lived in Mama Cass's Hollywood estate. I, if Mama Cass wants to haunt me, that is another instant pass. That She gets a pass. She can do whatever she wants. I would die. Yeah. I would also snuggle up to Mama Cass. Hell yeah. Me too. Can she see me to sleep? Can she see me to sleep, girl? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's an instant, like, yes, I would not. In that case, I would not She was a sassy gal, too. I would love to, like, drink with her. Like, here, I'm going to pour you a shot, girl. You just tell me. Yeah, talk to me about the 60s. So that's, she gets a a get out of jail free card. Yes. Everyone else, you're getting saged. That is a lot for you to say. I know. Look at me. I'm so brave this episode. I know. I'm like, talk about transition. Although, in the back of my head, I'm like, am I inviting in something that I don't want to watch? It's like a joke. (laughs) Next episode, girl, I got to tell you something. Crawled into bed, felt very right. Oh, if something crawls into my bed, absolutely not. Um, did the dishes, made me coffee. Then that's fine. I really don't like being touched when I'm sleeping, so yeah. Um, so apparently there is this video that you guys can watch on YouTube with Dan Aykroyd having a nice discussion with our favorite dude, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Obsessed. What sharing a cute little pair. ghost stories. In the video, Dan also talks about selling Mama Cass's residence and mm. the fact that he had... He had to disclose that there had been some unusual activity mm. on the property. Mm. So that could not be explained rationally or physically. And he still, di- you know, disclosed it to whomever he was selling it to. Yeah. So I like to follow up with who's who is living there and, you know, see if they're, you know, experiencing yeah. the same things that he experienced. I wonder how we would find that out. Interesting. I know. Let us know, knock, guys. Knock, knock. Hi. We're just here to like ask some questions. I know. Do you like getting cuddled in bed? Is, it- <laughs> <laughs> is Mama Cass here? Inquiring minds need to know. Yes. Exactly. We brought you a nice coffee. Uh, yes. It's for me. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Chris Maloney. Mm, stop. I will haunt his house. <laughs> he is hot. Girl, that booty did not quit. Runaway Bride loved him. Yeah. I know. Law and Order any episode. Mm. I'm like, hmm. Do you want to hear the little tiny weird caveat, though, is that he does look a lot like my dad. Like, I, I can't. He just killed it for him. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> because he is so fine and he is so funny and so talented and just so thick. But he looks like my dad. That's like the one thing that I was like, Damn he, it. he would be in like the top five for me. That is until 
I realize that he looks, I'm not exaggerating. I'm going to show you a picture when we're done. It is, it's pretty scary. Damn it. I know. I'm so sorry. Let me, let, let's just, just like simmer in my mind now. Cause I'm still trying, like when he wears those pants on Girl. Lawn Order and he runs. I know. Right? I know. On a pant wearing scale. It's like one to five. And you're a customer. How many pairs of pants do you think he just rips through? Quite a few. There's no way. I Quite bet you they few. have multiple pairs per episode. Mm-hmm. Has to be. I know, Chris. <clears throat> Chris, I sewed your pants up. Oh, yeah, so and good. I did not backstitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are you're a welcome. nightmare. <laughs> Chris, you need to bend. Your shoes are untied. Yeah. You just bend. Thank he you. Uh, he's such a good I actor. Know. It's so annoying. He does so much, yet so little. Just just standing there, just looking mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Get back to the story. Yes, yes. yes okay. Yes, yes. So according to twofab.com, Christopher Maloney has listed or had listed his Hollywood Hills home for sale. I think this was like a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And the estate comes with a rich and uh, according to some former owner's spooky Ugh. history. So the $6.5 million dollar abode was the television home of Ozzy and Harriet Nelson on the classic Aww. 1950 sitcom Ozzy and Harriet. And the couple called it home in real life as well, according Cute. to Variety. But the house might be most famous for its other inhabitants as some have claimed it to be filled with ghosts Mm. so in a 2013 interview with the los angeles times real estate agent billy rose said that he sold the mansion three times and each owner came back to tell him it was haunted oh my god corroboration so already like there's accounts he was also told sheets flew off sleeping guests locked doors would open and perfume would waft through the hallways unexpectedly a model train it was once owned by Ozzy Nelson and passed down from owner to owner, sat on a track near the ceiling of the pub room and was set to suddenly turn on by itself like in the middle of the night. Like a child saw children in like playing in the yard and asked to join them, reported the news source, and yet there was no one outside. Billy Rose told the Times, I would always make a disclosure that there was a legend that the house was haunted. Mm. So it was reported that one buyer even brought in paranormal investigators to make sure their purchase would be agreeable to the resident ghosts. Smart. Honestly, that sounds like very Bring Yes. Bring in investigators and bring in a medium. Yeah. Please. And I like that it's not to like kick out whatever might be there but just say like hey are we vibing with each other can we like coexist that's kind of nice <laughs> right can you only pay this mortgage girl seriously if a For, ghost, if a ghost wants to pay at, they can do whatever they want what would be the mortgage on a house that is 6.5 million i mean even at like a really good rate what's like four percent is pretty good right right there was a house here that sold for 1.7 mm. and Little birdie told me, like, oh, yeah, the mortgage on that is most likely six to seven thousand dollars a month. Like, what? I need six thousand dollars. I can't, like, that's the thing is, like, six thousand dollars would be like a life changing amount of money for me, right? And to people, a month? it's just like, um, yeah, a month, right? And it is California, so right? There you go, right? Jesus, plus like all the property tax and. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I'm telling you, I hate adulting. Like, I freaking yeah, hate well, it. Well, and the thing that's very jarring is that one of the things that you don't fully understand until you live here, not to sound like very bougie, but it is a very palpable experience, is that you are rubbing shoulders on a day-to-day basis in this city with people who are living a completely different lifestyle. Right. And it, it it's sort of this, like, 
oh, this is why they're being like this, because they just don't, they have no concept that, like, people don't shop at Erwan. That's not a thing. Oh, my God. Have you gone to the oh, one down the street? It's it's the best food I've ever had in my life. It is. I Wait, but does I this water afford... taste like, like freaking air? Yeah. Oh, I, my God. I can't afford to walk in there. It's, I know. It's, it's insane. Like, guys, Erwan is like, okay... It is not even the rich man's whatever. Like how Whole Foods, it's the yeah. rich man. Like, it's like you could still go to Trader like Joe's. A Whole Foods. You could still go to like a Gelson's maybe, and like you could grocery shop there. I wouldn't do it every week, but you could get a bag full of groceries there for an expensive amount. Yeah, it's expensive, but like if you had to make it work, you could. Like one time I was at work and I like ran down to Gelson's and like got lunch and it was it was an expensive lunch but I was like well whatever it's like <laughs> it's okay it's good treat it's yourself good food. yeah no, Air the One really is like you need to take out a loan really for oh my god some of the food there they have like they have things there that I cannot fathom that they've ever sold and yet they're on the shelves for like thousands of dollars for like and again like who's buying this like very specific caviar or who's buying this like very specific diamond like whatever i'm not sure but i am not the market for it and there are people in this city that that is just like they will spend 50 dollars on a jar of almond butter from there that's how much and it's just does cost it's just a completely different they're just in a completely different world they are and they look so everyone in there looks really mm-hmm. pretty and yeah. coming in there like oh, sweats and everything like your girl goes to Trader Joe's and nothing else <laughs> so know. you want to see someone look like a troll Shout from the out valley to yeah. <laughs> I like walk in they're like what is this gremlin back again now that I'm not working too I'm doing right. that like I just shop for like a day or two now because you need to do something I need to do and something you need to get your steps in I gotta get my steps in yeah I like my salads fresh right so I'm at Trader Joe's like literally every one to two days mm-hmm. looking they like, know you by your name looking like garbage mm-hmm. yeah what are you guys where's the samples what a life oh yeah. I know RIP oh, the samples freaking samples oh, no. oh my god Okay, so finally... This poor episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we haven't seen each other in a while. I know. Okay, guys, so finally... <laughs> speaking of her Britness... Mm. The house that used to sit on 1895, yes. Rising Glen Road, LA. The house of the Britneys, Britney Spears, yes. and Britney Murphy. Oh, God. So her Britness bought the Rising Glen Road Mediterranean-inspired mansion back in January of 2001 through the Coasted Operatives LLC company for a whopping $2.9 million, according to public records. And we should note that the house's address has gone back and forth over mm. the years between 1893 and 1895 Rising Glen Road, since those are the addresses assigned to the house's two lots. So this house double, right. took two lots, yes. So Spears sold the Rising Glen property in 2003 to Brittany Murphy's Nina Bow Trust for a whopping $3.8 million, mm. according to the public records. Mm. So Rising Glen is a really interesting road. Um, Brittany isn't the only 
pop star mm. to have resided off of there, Bobby Darren oh of God. the 1950s. He was a heartthrob uh, of the 1950s, yeah. very famous for Splish Splash yes. and, <laughs> <laughs> and many other hits lived uh, around there. I mm. thought it, in some places, like in some sites, it said that he lived here, but actually he lived off of 1411 Rising oh, Glen. The area. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Brittany lived there as well and had, according to some sources, had some unusual experiences. <laughs> that so, seems like the theme of her life. Of yeah. course. So according to those close to Brit Brett and her Britness, uh, Spears had otherworldly experiences on the property. Her former makeup artist, Julian Kay, shared on the podcast, We Need to Talk About Brittany, back in 2021. Wow. So she said that the place up on Sunset Plaza, and I'm just going to say this, is really weird. Brittany calls me. I had a friend do Reiki healing on her, and wow. he had come up. I guess she had some sort of crazy partying weekend and needed to relax. Mm. He left, and she swears to God that he opened some spirit portal or something, and these bad spirits had come in, mm. and they were trying to like push her down the stairs or something crazy according to Kay. So um, Kay also continues, it was so bad that she left. She went to the Casa del Mar Hotel to stay wow. there and never went back to the house. Oh my God. Um, I know you're gonna think I'm crazy according to Brittany to Kay. I'm not crazy. I know what I saw. I know what I felt. Oof. Yes, so according to Kay, her makeup artist, you know, Brittany had this person come in and tried something. Now, how professional was this person? Did they know what they were doing? Right. I highly doubt it because it seemed like after he left, things worsened for her. Uh, now, according to a lot of people, they're like, no, she saw something. She There are other claims that she had seen some apparitions, mm. but I can't find those accounts. Um, I'm always of the belief, like, yeah, if you can feel it, great. But if you have that full body sure. apparition account, then that seals the deal sure. for me, right? However, could it be something that maybe Brittany could have been manifesting in that location, considering the amount yeah. of party and stress she was going through? Right. Like, she was doing a lot of partying, she right. was drinking, and she was under a lot of stress. I believe that this was also the time period where her and Justin Timberlake had broken up, mm -hmm. I believed. Mm -hmm. But who knows, because Brittany Murphy move in, moves in. Oh, <laughs> And according to sources, though, Brittany Murphy never had a supernatural encounter in the home. She often complained to her husband, um, Simon Monjac, that Ugh. something was off about mm. the house. He recounted shortly before his death in 2010. Mm -hmm. So according to People Magazine, Brittany lived in her house for less than six years with her husband, Simon. The actress was just 32 when she collapsed in her bathroom after having flu-like symptoms for a few days. Her mom, who lived with Brittany and Simon, called 911, and she was taken to Cedar Sinai Medical Center, where she was pronounced dead on December of 2009. The L.A. Uh, County coroner determined in February of 2010 that Brittany had died from untreated pneumonia combined with anemia and drug intoxication from mm. prescription and over-the-counter medications. Uh, Brittany's mother was finally able to offload the property in 2011 for a loss of $2.7 2 
So thereafter, the mansion was torn down to studs and mm. rebuilt as a bigger modern home mm. with a brand new price tag to match 18.4 million. So there is this mega mansion in this in its place. And this mega mansion was actually showcased on the hit reality show of Selling Sunset. Oh, my God. You know which one I'm talking about. I think so. Yeah, it's like glass and white and has a big... It's like the guy from Texas. Uh Uh-huh. And then the blonde woman's like the one that was listing it. Yeah. (gasps) And her empanada. Girl. Uh, That's crazy. I did not realize it was that house. Yeah. it's When I was researching, I was like, what does the house look like? And it kept on popping up selling Sunset. It's funny because when you said that price tag, I was like, oh, that's the price tag of that house. Yeah. I was like, damn. Look, I wish I... Look, I have a degree. I do consider myself like a pretty intellectual person. That show gets me. I love it. It's so good. It's a guilty pleasure. And in fairness, when I watch it with my roommate, we do talk about the like interpersonal psychosis that is happening at the Oppenheim group because the amount of like toxic psychological warfare that those women engage in is very intense so like we try to class it up but like no 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 Mm -mm. Mm -mm. still good watch every season i know i used to live right around the corner from their office yeah yeah i lived in a really beautiful area of west hollywood all the time yeah and now it's gotten really dangerous have you seen recently like um now they're robbing people in daylight in front of Mm -hmm. their office in their parking lot yeah like they're telling people please do not carry designer bags wear rolex watches anything that looks of value because you will be robbed um patios where people have been getting robbed right around there too yes yeah like a restaurant patio type yeah um in uh, beverly hills and in the fairfax area um during the day as you're enjoying your eggs benedict with Mm -hmm. your mimosa people are robbing you in daylight it's really scary here's the thing uh, LA is in a crime crisis right now really and bad. people are desperate. So I'm never really going to feel like super bad for rich people. This is their version of eat the rich. Yeah, it is. And I think if we had someone in leadership, whether that was the super corrupt sheriff or the super corrupt mayor or, and again, I'm not, I'm really not trying to go on like a deep leftist rant, but like nobody is addressing the homeless and crime crisis in this city. Like literally people just don't talk about it. And they just shovel them to the valley. It's not a solution. So, like, kind of, again, I'm never trying to victim blame. There were several people who were injured in these robberies. I'm very sad for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your life is not worth a Rolex. You should never fight someone over your possessions. Uh, we're not addressing the problem of these crimes. And so, no, I do not feel bad for rich people. But, yeah, it's it's really bad right now. Yeah. So, like, don't go to brunch. It's... (laughs) It's gotten to the point, like, you know, my husband is from Honduras. Mm-hmm. I've traveled to Honduras. Mm-hmm. And in San Pedro Sula, like, mm-hmm. where my family lives, that's one of the most violent cities in yeah. the world. Wow. And there are gangs that run that city. So scary. But you see the poverty there, and you see the desperation of the poverty where I remember even when I was young traveling, my mom's like, don't wear anything that looks flashy yeah. because they will rob you. It's getting bad. It just showing you that people are are not able to make a living and they're like resorting to very dire dire ways of getting money i think again obviously la is like a little bit of a different situation because we're so big and it's so hot here and the santa anas and whatever else you want to blame but especially as we go through and like this 
formula shortage starts getting worse. Oh my god, I know. And supply chain issues start getting worse. And LA has recently moved back up to a medium COVID threat level. It's just going to get worse. And we have a midterm election coming up. Or I'm sorry, no, we have an election coming up. An actual election. The primary is coming up. Oh yeah. And it's just like, I've been looking at the candidates and they're just... Like, I just don't know that another tech bro is going to save us or like another billionaire or another. Agreed. Like, I know. I've been researching like, and I'm like, been a cop really? for 40 years. Like, it's just not going to work. And it, it does actually scare me a lot. Like, this city is so special to me, but we are headed, I think, towards like a very intense time, especially. And you know me, I love the Olympics, but as we get closer to the Olympics, I think it's going to get even worse. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, I deeply believe that there is some kind of chaotic reckoning happening over in Beverly Hills because of it. So Yeah, it's not good. Uh, all that to say, watch Sailing Sunset. I know. <laughs> Just Sponsor watch us, Netflix. Sp- yeah. <laughs> like, After that, hell no. Well, guys, those are the most haunted celebrity uh, houses. I love it. Let us know if you heard of any celebrity homes that have been haunted. We love to hear them. We could possibly do a part two. And um, we just also wanted to say a big thank you to some new Patreon members. Jeanette Marie and Margaret Craig for their donations, for their support. Thank you guys so much. We really do appreciate it. Speaking of Patreon, guys, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Paranormal, And for as little as $1 or more per month or for however many months you want to donate, you can to keep our little train our little hollywood train mm-hmm. moving so that goes towards our hosting site that also goes to our coffee that we have to intake <laughs> yes. in order to Live. try to get behind these mics but don't worry guys and we'll be equipment and equipment and, and everything yeah, all of it. yeah so it swag. does go a long way and you are gifted yes yeah, speaking of swag you guys get stickers magnets coasters pins a cute little card with a ghost playing, you know, with the Ouija board. It's adorable. If you want to see it, you're going to have to donate, okay? <laughs> and also, you are automatically inducted into our Saturday Night Ghost Club, yes. which is our secret podcast society where I collect ghost stories from people on the streets, from our hairdressers, nail techs, mm-hmm. our co-workers of paranormal experiences that they're willing to share for the podcast. And it's really scary. Yeah, there's some crazy stories yeah, on honestly, there. Honestly, truly. Yes, guys. And also, if you want to support us in other ways, then go on to Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Give us a five-star rating. It really does help does. us out. Write us a positive review. It helps us indie podcasters become a little more visible. If you want to stalk us a little more, head on over to our website, hollyweirdparanormal.com. You'll catch up with future episodes or past episodes, and you'll also get to learn a little bit about ourselves on our bios. And you can also shop for the swag on our store. And if you want to stalk us a little more, you can find us on social media at Hollywood Par- Holly Weird Paranormal on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and on um, Twitter at HWP Podcast. Yes. But guys, we hope that you have 
a wonderful, wonderful day, month, week, summer, yeah. winter, fall, whenever you listen to this episode. I hope Mama Cass haunts you. Right. I, I hope, hope she haunts us all. If you do have a ghost, that that ghost has manners. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and is not a child. That's right. Looks like Henry Cavill. Yes. And likes to cuddle in bed. Yeah. Why not? not? A, and not a child. Okay. And possibly, possibly helps you on the electricity bill. Oh, yes. Because it's getting hot here in LA. Girl. And we need that little break. It'd be really nice, right? Yes. Haunt me. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Mm -hmm. Stay cool during the summer. Stay warm if you're listening to this during the winter. And most of all, stay holly weird. Okay? We'll be coming back. We promise. Yes. Yes. Because the next one would be famous haunted Hollywood music studios. Yes. Yes. Here for that. Definitely. Bryce, do you have anything you want to say? Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. Stay cool for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> cool for the summer. My ears are sweaty.